Welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, and I can sleep almost anywhere. Okay. There was one time when I was in college, I, was, I think I was going home or I was on a trip somewhere, and I fell asleep on the plane. And then I wake up, and we're in the air. Ooh. And the woman next to me, she looks at me, I wake up, and yeah. she goes... How did how did you sleep through all that? And I went, what are you talking about? We're in the air. She's like, no, 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 no. We aborted takeoff. We then had to like circle around in the airport and then we like took off again and you slept through it all. Wow. And that was that was natural? Like you don't no. take like. No, like, no, it was totally natural. I just to, was out, right? To calm on the plane. And so I always just laugh at that thinking mm-hmm. like. Huh, like what would have happened? Like, what if I had slept through an emergency landing, right? Yeah. Like, what happens if you do that? Like, where you get on a plane and you're going someplace, and then you wake up and you're not there. I, I say, from the perspective <laughs> of the people who work on the plane, you're probably the perfect. Oh, yeah, guest I, because I'm not panicking. Right. You're in your seat, quiet, exactly. strapped in. Yep. Right. Just you're not causing anything. You're not asking questions. Like, you're just. You know, nope. I, I also have the same ability. I, I, call, I At one point, I, I said, uh, I think it's my mutant power because in my household, I've become hated and feared because of it. They hate it. Like, they, but anywhere we are, I was like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, we're not, we're going to be for like 20 minutes. All right. Lights out. And I just like, I could just shut down. And now, the <laughs> dirty secret of this is, is that it's clearly a result of sleep deprivation. Yes. It absolutely. <laughs> it picked it up in college when I was like getting almost no sleep at all. And I was uh, working at a projectionist as a, at a movie theater. And so I would have a half oh. hour break. Well, but this is what it is. So I learned not only to. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, in the. Early, I'd say we'll, we'll get to the Hulk stuff, but this is this. Oh yeah, is, we're uh, gonna get there. No, yeah, this, and this, this is movies. clearly clearly is tied to this yes, minute. Yes. So uh, in inside a a projector booth from from this era, like now sure. they're all digital, so it's just the computer homes. Sure. But it was basically like a factory because the the platters are spinning all the time. When you have multiple ones in the same room, like you know you when you're down on the floor, you think like oh theater one's next to theater two. Well, yes, there's no there's no uh, nothing blocking the booth, so like all the all the projectors are just standing next to each other and all running at the same time, pumping out heat. Machine going, you have to oil, all this kind of thing. It's loud is what it is. So I not only taught myself to sleep sitting next to a projector, oh. so basically like like almost like a uh, like a lawnmower running next to your head that I could sleep next to it, but also that I could train myself to power down and power back up in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Like, I mean, like because I, I, that's how much time I had, and I needed the sleep because of sleep deprivation. So I had, I'm like, I'm like okay, and shut down. And I would, and then pop See, right now we have up. our Apple watches yeah, where we just set a timer, and then it but, buzzes our wrist. But yes, right. I know. So. so what does this have to do with minute 30 <laughs> of The Incredible Hulk? That's right. In uh, Louis Leterrier's 2008 Incredible Hulk, we have Bruce Banner waking up next to a waterfall in some strange locale. He has no idea where he is. Not in the place that he probably last remembers. Let's say, so his last memory then was probably getting beat up in the bottling plant. Yes. I would say probably from the time that his eyes went green, then Bruce goes to sleep and the Hulk wakes up and the Hulk is in control from there maybe, on out. And maybe just because of the trauma from it, maybe like when they take his bag. My bag, yeah, right? Like right. I, the, maybe the last thing he remembers is, my ba- my computer. Yeah, yeah. All of I don't my have my stuff. stuff. Yeah, and the dog. Right. We no, later he did, he on. Didn't I think, think he didn't think about the dog. No, no. <laughs> it was that last thing on his mind. No. Uh, I think later on in the MCU we find that he's only lightly aware of what the Hulk has done. Right. Like it doesn't come back to him, like, but most of the time he is essentially asleep for the time that the Hulk is in control. Right. Uh, 
At least at this point, it's it's full on back and forth. You know, I was, as I was watching this, I was thinking this is kind of like falling off the wagon for oh, him. I mean, yes. not not for anything. He did everything he could to resist right. it. Like you know, so right. he's, he's trying to avoid the pills or the sauce right. or whatever it was. Right. But now here it is, the 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 addiction, whatever the 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 beast inside right. him has taken hold, and now he wakes up. With no money, now all this stuff is gone, uh, and, and a complete, he has no idea where he is, and he knows, oh, I now have to reset the clock. And like, it's I have to really, turn in my, my 30-day chip. And not to go in a dark space, because you're listening to this, obviously. Well, sure, but Piper. I mean, I think that there's some undertones here of addiction. Oh, no, and, the, the undertones of this and, is so related to, like you just said, addiction, all the different things, the darkness, the, whatever your demons are, right? Yeah. Like. What happens when you've when you've given in or you've lost and yeah. you know that right? His, you failed. His inner demon comes out. Oh, this is so it's heart wrenching. Yeah, because yeah. everything we're gonna t- everything that happens in this minute in just sixty seconds. Yeah, because y- yeah. yes, even here. So here, Bruce is starting at absolute zero. Like right. he like he has nothing. So the the title card pops up on the screen: Days Without Incident One. So it's it's now I'm under the assumption, and, and you I don't know if we even talked about this at all, but. My thought was that this is day been day of incident one, which is basically Bruce Banner day one. Right. Like whatever had happened before the Hulk, I think took more than a day. Yes. Oh I no, mean, he's been asleep. He's yeah, been asleep. He's been for, asleep for a couple of days while Hulk was well, out, at least you know, twenty four hours. At least yeah. 20, at least twenty four hours, if right. not more. I think it's more sure. because when we talk about like how far he has come, um, I don't know that can be done in a day. But right. let's let's get on. The, but we'll we've talk got about him as, so, the, as chronologically as the minute goes on. So, so we've got him waking up, and yep. and the one thing I think they do not only does he just emote this in his face, Ed Norton does as the character, yep. but he's you know his his pants are no longer pants; they're rags, yeah, right? And he's like struggling to keep them up. Now that's right. Here's one thing I love about this: he's in the jungle. Mm-hmm. There's nobody there, <laughs> right? The i the the idea of humility, the idea of shame, the mm-hmm. idea that. I can't just stand here naked. <laughs> no, any it's an incredibly human trait. Right. So this is immediately like just as terms of a direction of okay, what's going to happen when he wakes up? Mm-hmm. Immediately visually it helps you connect to his humanity. Yeah, true. I mean, he's because you 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 feel you can't help but feel for him that exactly. he has Nothing. He has like not only no idea where he is, but like no. He's got nothing. He's got Zero. nothing. Literally nothing. I and mean, he, like, and he, he has and a pair of He's just now his. of course, he's just on the other side of the hill. In Brazil, right? Because no, I mean, that's, like, that's what he's assuming. He's yeah. like, oh, I don't know how far? I mean, like, well, I know I'm in the jungle, but there's lots of jungle in Brazil, so I should be fine. Oh, no. So as he comes stepping out, he sees there's a road nearby, which, again, I don't think it's an accident. I mean, I think the Hulk went as far as he could go, and then went, yeah, this looks good. Sure. And then next to a road, he probably was following a road, because right. Hulk doesn't have any type of, you know. Radar sensor, anything that tells him like which direction is which. Probably he just can following see. the sun. He, he knows. Right. Those, yeah. Right. Exactly. So then he's he's set down here, uh, and then a vehicle comes up. So this is this is actually a Volkswagen Combi. Uh, this is a sometimes known as the Type Two. So I guess uh, in in doing his research about this, I found out that they're called different things based on how they're built. Oh. So like they're all Type Two, but. If the, it could be a transporter or a combi or a microbus or a camper or a, even they said in Portugal it's, it's the peo de forma which is called the it's, it translates to loaf of bread. <laughs> what? <laughs> They're different styles of, of like what the what it is if it's designed for passengers or cargo or or whatever. You it know, is. calling a microbus a loaf of bread is 
brilliant. Right? I mean, you look at yeah. it and go, yeah, okay, I can see exactly Yeah, I can why totally I see there. that. Yeah. Well, and this makes sense, too. You'd say, you know, if you look at this and you went, well, why are they not, why would you not use a truck or something like yeah. that? Oh well, yeah, they're yeah they're the mileage. I mean, like they're they're incredibly efficient. They're incredibly efficient. They're compatible with yep. the other cars that are on right. the road, meaning parts yeah. and knowledge Super of how to repair to them is plentiful. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense. Right. This, so we see one of these, and this is very common in in South. I mean, even at this time, and even now, these these vehicles are still up and running because they're right. so easy to maintain. So uh, the vehicle pulls up, and, uh, and Bruce runs up and and says, "Can you help me in Portuguese to the driver?" And the driver says. I don't speak Portuguese. Oh, snap. <laughs> so it's like, there's probably the one phrase he knows in Portuguese, which is, I don't speak Portuguese. Like, no habla espanol. Like, no habla Portuguese. Uh, and so Bruce is super confused by this. And then uh, says, okay, so not that. So uh, Spanish? So he yeah. tries Spanish and pretty good Spanish, too. Sure. So uh, this is where am I? And then the man says, Guatemala. So he's gone from Rio de Janeiro all the way to Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, if you're not a student of geography, then we're here for you, right? This is this why you're listening. That's to this. right. Well, yeah. okay, Guatemala. Well, sure, it's, sounds, it's all America. south of the border stuff. Yeah. Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> so Brazil is the you know, look at a map, and you can think about this. South America, Brazil is on the right side, basically a big, huge chunk of South America. Guatemala borders Mexico. It's on the southern end of of uh, Mexico. And it's bordered by El Salvador, Honduras, and Belize. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. The distance between the middle of Brazil and the middle of Guatemala is around 3,336 miles. Right. What is it? Now, when I put this in and I was like, okay, so, how big is that? Yeah. That is the equivalent distance between London and New York City. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Hulk was cruising. Uh, so uh, there, there, there's a lot of math behind this stuff too. And I started digging in. I'm like, okay, so like, what would it be? How fast would he be traveling? How far can the Hulk jump? And I can tell you <laughs> that that is a is a pit that doesn't end. Like oh. the the amount of like people online, like nerds versus scientists versus like who are debating about like what the Hulk's jump distance is, what his land speed is. How many is. jumps did it take? Because they, the they Hulk said to... like like in one of the things someone said like he can jump three miles in one jump, like three miles in a minute or something. And someone says, uh, that's breaking the speed of sound. So is he doing like sonic booms every time he jumps? I mean, so like, I just, I just reading down these things going like, wow. Okay. So there isn't a definitive answer. Yeah. Like don't, I (laughs) mean, he jumped a lot, uh, or, and then ran when he wasn't jumping. And basically he was just heading, you know, up the, uh, up towards, uh, where you know that Bruce wanted to go. And of course, I guess he wanted to go too, which is back home. Now here's now, okay, let's get really ridiculous. Yeah. So when you look at this map, you'll realize, well, as you get to the Panama canal, mm-hmm. it really narrows the it amount does. of land. So that's the question. Right? Did he jump straight from Columbia? You know, <laughs> or did he, did he go to Panama? Ecuador, or did jump off into the turn? ocean and just yeah. swim his way oh, yeah. to Guatemala? Right? Like, I don't know. Right? Sure. Like, uh, but bottom line is, Huge distance. Huge distance. That, okay, just imagine yourself going to bed in New York City, waking up in London and going, what? (laughs) What am I doing here? It's outrageous. Yes, it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, the Hulk uh, has has made some serious distance. And once again, now he's like, okay, now I'm in Guatemala and still have no money, no ID, uh, no shirt. No shirt. I have nothing. nothing. No socks. And so he avenges manages to to convince this guy. So this this actually this person here is actually not a personal actor. Uh, he is the head stunt coordinator 
for the for Incredible Hulk. Nice. Uh, he did all the uh, stunt coordination stuff for the Rio scene, so everything they were down there. So this was still shot in Rio, standing in for Guatemala. So this guy actually has done quite a bit. He is uh, he did um, stunt work coordination for Apocalypto, which is a, a under in. Uh, unsung classic. That yeah, is a really, very good movie. For Mask of Zorro, and for one of my personal favorite movies, it's Troy. Oh. They all shot down in this this sort of uh, this area. So he's, Is uh, Mask of Zorro the one with uh, Antonio Banderas and Anthony is. Hopkins? Okay. Yes. Yeah. And Catherine Zeta-Jones. And Catherine Zeta-Jones, oh, that's right. That's a great, that's a fun, it is. Yeah. that's just a fun movie. It's a fun movie, yeah. So when you're not watching Incredible Hulk, minute by minute, you go watch yeah, There's yeah. our recommendations Check for what to watch there for in between episodes. Uh, so yeah, so he, he gets in and he, he, he lets Bruce... Uh, put on a blanket to stay warm, uh, and then uh, as they drive off, we see what he's hauling. Well, okay, wait before we get before we get to the hauling thing. I just want to say, sure, this guy, mm-hmm. a saint, right? What a nice guy. I hey, mean, like weird white dude. You're driving <laughs> with your haul of what we're about to get to, right? You're going right. through the rainforest or whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You're well, taking su- your your stuff to town, right? You're taking you're just your, doing your, your crap to town. Su- super white guy uh-huh. staggers out of uh-huh. the jungle, shirtless, shirtless, wet. wet Shoeless. Very feeble. I mean, because uh-huh. again, this is they're trying to connect you back to the humanity of right. Bruce Banner. Yeah, he's clutching the rags that he he is using as pants, and he comes up to you, doesn't know where he is, uh-huh. doesn't know what language, doesn't know speak. what language is being spoken, and you just go, yeah, come yeah, on, get it. Yeah, here's a here's a blanket. <laughs> yeah. I'll take you to the next town. Yeah, that's good. He's the hero uh, of the movie. Okay, way to go, everybody. Yeah, right? Because I don't think that would happen. No. Like, no, um, I mean, like he'd, he'd still be walking if, you know, just some skinny white dude walking on, clutching his pants with those shoes, like trying to flag down a ride. Oh, yeah, good luck, buddy. And just whoosh. And he's right speaking on. Portuguese. Like, right. Just go, that's it. <laughs> that's right. I'm done. You're not. No. <laughs> yeah. So this, I mean, this is awesome. And, anyway, and when you go and look at this moment, Ed Norton, I mean, this is literally the faces of anguish. Yeah. From... Oh God! Yeah, I, I what, can't like, believe like, I'm doing here. I ha- what do I? What do you do? I mean, like you're in a situation. What do you do now? And okay, the, the face I want to point to when he is given the blanket, mm-hmm. the face he has <laughs> is heartbreaking. Yeah. No, like I'm, I'm not trying to like gush on the acting of a, of a moment here in Incredible Hulk, but yeah. Okay, uh, it's but, really you know, it's, it's really heart wrenching. But at the same time, he is legitimately out in the rainforest, yes. wet, half-naked, shoeless. I mean, the actor was. So, you know, and what it is, like, he does a great job of it, too, but he probably was suffering. I want to go back to the Toronto <laughs> lot. To to <laughs> we have to get As out As we talked about in the last minute, like, they had a, a, a huge torrential rainstorm as they were trying to shoot this scene because it's the rainforest. So they this probably had happen. a lot of just sitting around, you know, in half his costume just waiting for the rain to stop enough for them to be able to film. So as we, as the uh, truck drives away across the bridge, uh, we can see that it's uh, loaded in the back and it's actually loaded up full of bananas. Now, how, I mean, what do, do bananas, are they something important to Guatemala? They're, they're not green, so I don't know what they're important <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> but can you tell us a little bit about uh, bananas and So and again, you know, we talk about this all the time, like <laughs> the, the research that goes into when you're making a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, Guatemala, bananas are a huge role in the Guatemalan economy. The bananas that are grown, like South Coast, they're basically 90% of them go to places like Dole and Chiquita and Del Monte, like all of the places you are familiar with. Who's sure. Who yeah, they slap their who, sticker on. Yes, those bananas end up here. That's right. That is exactly what that vehicle would be carrying mm-hmm. on a road inside Guatemala. Yeah. 
that's completely legit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, awesome. That's, that's that's good research on their part. All right. So now, as as we're getting to the end of the minute, um, uh, even though we we've there's not a lot obviously that happens in terms of Bruce gets a ride. And that's that's basically it. Um, we want to uh, sort of talk about how things are going to change a little bit on the show because we've we've come to something very interesting, uh, and so we're going to be talking about a new part, uh, a new segment that we're going to be doing uh, from time to time, uh, and it's called Meanwhile in the MCU. Because you see, while this is happening, they, the people, uh, the very, very smart nerds out uh, in there who love the MCU uh, have figured out what else is going on at the same time. Now we get to, the, the rest of the Hulk stuff was sort of like just generally around, but now from here on out, it actually syncs up to other things going on. So right now, Iron Man has just finished testifying, or Tony Stark has just finished testifying in front of Congress. What? So the Iron Man 2 is happening at the same time as the events of Incredible Hulk. So now we are really in yeah, the thick of it. Yeah, exactly. People have gone through and actually documented day by day oh. what is happening. And it's because as we're going along, as we get further into the movie, and I'm not saying like, like you know, in an hour from now, like in terms sure. of movie time, I'm saying in like the next 10 episodes or so, Thor will also start happening at the same time too. All these things are happening at the same time, uh, chronologically speaking, in the MCU. So we get to use our meanwhile in the MCU soundbite. So we, we'll uh, be hearing we, that again. You'll be hearing that again. So when we when we uh, sort of transition to that to talk about what else is going on in the MCU, we have that little soundbite to let you know that's what we're talking Apologies about. Apologies so, to uh, Stephen Colbert. With yeah. the, uh, <laughs> meanwhile. Uh, so let's see, let's, let's see. Tony just testified for Congress. Um, Fury has now deployed Agent Romanoff to infiltrate oh. Tony's inner circle. So she is on her, her way to do that uh, at the same time as it's going on. So now there'll be some time passing there. So this won't be a every episode we won't be checking in because, sure, but when, because when the way that the time is flowing, whenever something relevant comes up, uh, we'll, we'll drop in that little segment just to let you know what else is happening in the MCU. Outstanding. So yeah. So here we are at minute thirty. So where is Bruce? Uh, where is Bruce headed? Where is yeah, he going? Yeah, Bruce is. Uh, he's somewhere in Guatemala. Hopefully, well, someplace when he, when he gets asked the question, a, someplace he, goes, he can get a, a shirt. Oh yeah. So the the guy asked him like, "Where are you? Where are you going? Like strange white man without a shirt." Uh, and the greatest answer. Home. Oh. Home. He's going home. He's going home. Wait. And, okay. We're in that. That ends the minute. He's Three thousand miles closer to home. Let me tell you how great this is. If you've been listening and and you get to this part. Look at where he's been. You saw he was he was on the run. He was totally paranoid. He had all of his bullies and and getting targeted and mm. his possible you know father in law is after him and all these things right. are going on. Yeah, he loses it, mm. goes nuts. This minute is all about the return and the reminding of his humanity. Yeah, and it culminates with him realizing, yeah, I'm not running anymore. Yeah, right. He's going back to. I'm it. going home. Yeah. Yeah, the determination. Yeah, and, and actually, like, how that he's going to get there, he doesn't know. That has to work out, though. I'm sure yeah. by this time, General Ross is, you know, he's he's not big on this anymore. He's probably just like, all right, <laughs> he's over come on it. back. He's like, yeah, I gave it a shot. Yeah, I mean, let's something else come now. back to the family. Everything's yeah. fine. Well, well, I guess we'll see in minute 31. That's, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so, uh, come back and, and join us. Uh, see where see where Bruce ends up uh, as his little South American tour continues. Uh, so in the meantime, if you're looking to uh, find us, we are on all the social media things. We are on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook. Just look for The Next Reel, and we'll be talking about not only when the, the next episode of our, of this show will drop, but also of our parent show, The Next Reel, uh, and all the other stuff that we'll be doing. So you can find all that stuff over at marvelmovieminute.com. 
So thank you all for listening. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Bye.